During the season of giving, you might give away more than you want. Sweater for mom, video game for Jake, and my credit card for someone named Gina? More online activity can mean more exposed personal info, but LifeLock by Norton has identity theft protection all wrapped up. And if you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code LifeLock. Visit LifeLock.com today. Welcome to the sidelines, the sideline talk, it's your boy LC in the place to be. As soon as I kick it off, my sister called me, y'all got this. <laughs> <laughs> Man, welcome to week eight. Welcome. It's like almost like Black Friday in uh, the NFL. Oh, the firings you talking about? Like what? No, just people just on the block. Everybody on the block. Every every team letting people know that if you want this person, come get them. Eh. Yeah, what was the latest rumor mill? I just see Everson Griffin. That's probably like the first one I just seen. That ain't no surprise. But I seen the... uh, Well, every team that's out of the playoff mix is pretty much looking like, hey, what should we do? Go get Julio. So, but, you know, we're going to discuss that. They're not trading Julio. Go get Julio. We're going to discuss that in the shop and stop it, you know? Yeah, stop it. Go get Julio. (laughs) You're not going to get him. You can't get him. Why not? So, because the team said they're not trading him. Y'all losing with him. Y'all might as well go ahead and... Oh, well. That's what. Y'all trying to trap that man in an abusive relationship. He don't want to stay. He's still putting money into the stadium when you can't even fill a stadium. You can't even fill a stadium, right. So you might as well trade him. You ain't winning. You ain't filling stadiums because it can't be filled because of COVID. You might as well trade him. You're getting no use out of him for this year. Let me run these. Let's run these scores out real quick, and then we gonna get into it. Uh, let's see. Thursday night football: the Eagles survived against the Giants, twenty-two twenty-one. Falcons lose twenty-three twenty-two. Trey Detroit Lions. <laughs> the Browns lose. Uh, Browns beat the Bengals, thirty-seven thirty-four. Steelers. Steelers beat the Titans 27-24. Hold up. You got to say survive there, too. If the Eagles survive, the Steelers survive. Against the Titans 27-24. <laughs> I believe the Saints state, um, survived, I might as well say. Against the, it, was, uh, it was a Panthers. struggle. It was a hell of a struggle. Okay. I struggled watching it. <laughs> okay. The Bills beat the Jets 18-10. The football team... 
destroys the Cowboys, 25-3. Packers beat the Texans, 35-20. Buccaneers beat the Raiders, 45-20. Chiefs beat the Broncos, 43-16. Hit the chest. Hit the chest. Get some tea up in like That's my impersonation of Matt Ryan. Yeah. We just like it. <laughs> 49ers beat the uh, Patriots 33-6. Chargers beat the Jags 39-29. And in a thriller, <coughs> a thriller, a thriller, a thriller, Cardinals need every bit, just about every bit of OT to beat the Seahawks 37-34. Mm. In week seven, we'll wrap up tonight with the Bears at Englewood. Bears and Rams. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. Where y'all like to start, man? Uh-huh. Get it. Let's go back. Let's go back to the school. Let's go to Julio. Before we start talking about Julio Jones and all this about teams having fire sales. Let's discuss how bad your team has to be, how um, divided your team is. Anytime a running back has an opportunity to score a touchdown Hmm. and to go up for a W. Exactly what I was saying. But he tries. To fall at the one <laughs> and Bro. kill the clock and then just kick the field goal to win it that one. Right. Your team anytime is so bad. Yo, anytime that happens, I don't care who the coach is. The team is lost. Yo. Your running back is scared to death of scoring too early. <laughs> For a minute left. <laughs> Yo, Yo, mad at himself for scoring. Damn it, I took the lead. What? Yo, and if you scared of Matthew Stafford. Right. (laughs) Fucking Matt Stafford. Oh, man. Devastated as a team. Yo, it's over for them. That's crazy. This year is terrible. The whole locker room is divided. They playing. At this point, I don't even know if they playing for stats, pride. Well, Pride done went out the window. Y'all, niggas, y'all mad at scoring. Pride done went out the window a long time ago. I don't know what it is, man. That, that's crazy. They playing just so they can play in them, them messed up uniforms. They still got to change next year. You wear the uniforms? Nah. I don't like the fade. I don't like the fade of blacks, either. The fade of the, fade of the drinks? Nah. Hey, they ain't the, the worst, worst things I've seen, but they ain't the best things, either. Yeah. Oh man, that's insane. That, that's that's incredible to be that bad. But I will say this: even though they said tomorrow, uh, next year is going to be a brand new everything, it's two players you just don't get rid of. You need building blocks. Well, there's few players, but for sure, you don't trade Julio Jones no. unless he wants to be traded. And you don't trade Calvin Ridley. That's fair. And I'm sorry. And and you hold on to Hayden Hurst. Is Gurley under contract through like 
they took the, they took the rest of this deal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I'm you can lean on a new deal. They gave him a new deal. They gave him a new deal, and Rams still owed him some money for for the back. All right, you, know you can hold on to them. But you know, and do do away with everybody else. But you don't get rid of Julio Jones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unless Julio say, "Look, man, I want to leave." Then you look out for him. Cause that's that's the you know arguably the best player in you know franchise history. Mm-hmm. Was it, you that, know, yeah. him, Vic, and Vic yeah. Dion, Roddy White, Dion. You know, that's what we're trying to figure out. What happened with Roddy White? Roddy just retired, right? They didn't trade him. Yeah, yeah he retired. Okay. Well, he, he, nah, he was let go. He they cut him. him. Yeah. He re- he reluctantly retired. Okay. Well, cut Julio then. Cut him. It's time for Calvin Ridley to be the man on the team. No, that's not happening. Yo, nah, they can't get rid of Julio. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's just sort like, only way, like I said, if he requests it, cool, you look out for him. You know, give him his, op- well, listen to his options. Take what you can get as, a, you know, a favor to someone that you want to, you look at it as a Falcon forever. Mm-hmm. We're going to have his jersey up in the rafters. Mm-hmm. Did you ask Roddy White yet for, for most receiving yards all the time? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but um, this whole notion about yeah. Michael Thomas could be traded, <laughs> I don't like it. What you don't like about it? I don't like it at all, man. What you don't like the fact that... What, what is that? What is or that? you just... The fact that he's the type of player that people saying that, you know, he a cancer or some type of what? Anytime... If a, if a someone in the locker room doesn't come out and say he's a problem or this guy's a problem, I never believe it. Mm-hmm. Cause to me, the media got to sell stories. They got, you know, they got to do their job. Mm-hmm. I never thought To was a, a locker room issue, a problem. I never thought Dez Bryant was a locker room problem. Cause teammates didn't come out and say, "Well, he was terrible. He did this. He did that." Boom, boom, boom. Like I never, I never, you know, listen to that notion. Unless somebody is in the trenches with him, like, "Yo, I can't rock with dude." Cool. So, like, when Earl Thomas got cut and you hear the thing about the players wanted him out. Not not the coaches, not ownership, the players. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's different. <laughs> that's super different. But I don't get the whole, unless Michael Thomas is disrupting the team chemistry in the locker room and all this and that. Cool. Other than that, I'm not believing. I mean, I don't know if they would actually let that out because of the other leaders that's in that locker room as far as Malcolm Jenkins, Drew Brees, Sean Payton running his, you know, his, you don't hear much about his players in the media. So I don't think he would let that story grab or grow legs, if you will, that he's a locker room cancer. So I don't think we would find out if he was or if he wasn't. It's just how he well, does business. Like if he was, it'd probably be like after the trade happened. Like <clears throat> the way Mike Tomlin handled everything that was going on in Pittsburgh. Like we didn't really hear it until maybe on opted out and AB left. 
That's when you heard everything. Well, technically, you you got a glimpse of it from. Um, well, no, cause even even then, Emmanuel Sanders came out was talking bad about Ben. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. He said he would like to, but the comp, the, the uh, relationship that he had with Ben was just so bullshit. Yeah. It could happen, happen. But I don't I don't see Michael Thomas getting traded. Oh, if he does, that. somebody will give up a lot. There's a lot to give up for him. <laughs> I don't think he's traded again. Yeah. But, um, shot for the stop. Let's jump into these shot for the stop, stoppers. Shout out to everybody that's on right now. If y'all have been enjoying the live um, All-22 film session, let me know. We will continue it on Thursdays. That's been the thing. So we do it every Thursday before the game. And um, if y'all want to want us to look at a certain team or certain game, just let me know. Let me know what's up. Um, I'm thinking about going to the All-22 today just a, as a little preview for the Ravens and Steelers. Like, how can, you know, we attack them or how they might attack us, per se. Mm-hmm. I think we should say that for Thursday. Yeah, I think we should say that for Thursday. Alright, shop it or stop it. If you agree with it, you shop. If you disagree, you stop. The Buccaneers' success. I'm sorry. Got, I got worded right. The credit that Tom Brady is getting for the Buccaneers' success is overblown. I'm stopping it. Yeah. I wait for John to answer before I explain, but I stop it. Yep. Yeah. While John pondering, explain why you stop it. I posted something earlier this this morning, and I was joking, but I was half. I was joking about twenty five percent of it, but seventy five percent I was dead serious. He made the Buccaneers the Patriots, and the Patriots the Buccaneers. Nobody since 2002 was talking about the Buccaneers being any type of Super Bowl contender or anything like that since they had that defense that won the Super Bowl for them then. Now Tom Brady has come in, and I'm not saying that he's playing perfect, but it's certain things that they do when you know you have a leader out there. Is it certain things that you, how you play, how your mind gets prepared for a game, knowing mm-hmm. that Tom Brady is out there giving you everything he possibly can? Okay. And people like Scotty Mitchell. Scotty Mitchell? What's his name? Miller. Miller. Scotty Miller. Like, this dude wasn't nowhere near any type of. Fame that he's getting down that Tom Brady is throwing to him, using him as a West Walker, Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman type of receiver. And that's just, that's Tom being Tom. Um, yes, Jameis was making plays, and I can't take anything away from Jameis for that, but Jameis was also making mistakes. Sometimes you just need Tom Brady not to make the mistake or to get back the mistake. I was going to say it was 50-50, but I'm going to lean towards the, I'm going to shop it. Because 
what has he shown you other than he's beating defenses that he's supposed to beat? Over the time, you, you expect him to beat um, certain, these certain defenses. But when it comes to with a team with a certain pass rush, um, a mental uh, a veteran too in the secondary, he's lost. He lost to the Saints. He lost to the uh, Chicago Bears. I mean, they was after him. It wasn't like he was having a good games versus those those teams. Well, he wasn't even having really great games versus other teams as well that he won. Right. But I, that's one of the reasons why I felt like they should have beat the Raiders because their secondary and defense as a whole is just not there as pieces. I, I believe they was going to beat that team regardless. And he and lost a, uh, a leader in the secondary with uh, Abrams. He couldn't play because of COVID. And there you go. All right. But I, that's, I, I, I agree with I just believe that, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to do and he's showing that, um, everybody that he can still play in the league, especially with a different team when everybody trying to cast him up. Oh, he can't do well, Belichick. But for right now, he's just beating the teams that he's supposed to beat. When you got a team like that who, who can get open and a defense that's flying off the ball, I'm not going to give you the praise and all the credit in the world when you beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. Now, when you play the teams... Lay down the line, if you got to play uh, a different San Fran team, a different uh, uh, um, Seattle team, then we can talk then. So, they were supposed to beat Green Bay. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, defense. <laughs> that defense had a different a different mindset in that game. They, you can say that won them that game pretty much. Okay. Because they turned that whole game off um, around with that whole defensive swing. Right. You know, Pick six, that, that shit, it might, it might be a whole different game. Yeah. I'm on the, all right, I, I like what Allen said about the leadership of Brady and the confidence that his, when you hear the name Tom Brady, the confidence that that puts in the other players to perform and to prepare and all that. I, I agree with that. But, Everything else, this was going on last year on both sides of the ball. The only issue was Jameis turning it over. Last year, it wasn't Scotty Miller. It was Justin Watson. It was Justin Watson and well, Chris Godwin super emerged. Yeah, you know what worked. I mean? Right. Yeah, Cameron Brake was like, he got paid <laughs> in this system. Right. With Bray and then OJ, like defensively, Shaq Bird, I think, let was second or tied for first. With first. Taylor Jones and Sacks. JPP was still balling. Devin White was still balling. Uh, I think Levante was hurt for a little stretch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he's always been a baller. He's always been a, a pro bowler every year. So I'm like. And I agree the right with. Guy, it's like Brady went to the right spot. Okay, I agree with what both of y'all what both of y'all saying as far as you know this was already in place, and if you look at it, it's the same thing with when Peyton Manning went to Denver. Everything is in place; they just needed a quarterback to lead and not turn shit over. Right, and it's the that's same thing that's going on in Tampa Bay. So I right. can't and say that's why I say it's overblown. Because outside, like if you like if you was just a like the average football fan, not checking for Tampa Bay. Until this year, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh man, Brady did Brady did this, Brady did that. Really? Nah. <laughs> it was huge that they got healthy. They added Tristan Wurfs. Mm-hmm. 
Jamal Dean been balling. Antoine Winfield, you draft him, he been balling. Like, mm-hmm. like that, all of that plays a part. And then just not turning the ball over. How many games last year Tampa Bay would have won if they didn't lose a turnover battle? There's a bunch of them, and I think that is what he's actually adding with by adding Tom Brady. Because if you say only thing they were missing is Jameis was turning the ball over, that's literally saying you take Jameis's turnovers off and add Tom Brady's leadership. That's literally what you're saying. Just, uh, you're just not, not giving it to Tom. Not necessarily because I feel like if you if you put in another capable quarterback who don't turn the ball over, the same success will happen. Because they still lean primarily on the run game to set up the pass. That's fair. That's so fair. I mean, I can still say the same. If you if Bridgewater would have went there instead of Carolina, I think they they still be have the same record that they have now. Bridgewater is is very safe, and I think Bridgewater could. I don't know if it's the same record, but it'll be very comparable. Maybe I, a game or two. What are you four and two, five yeah. and two, four? This, uh, I, I see the same record. No, I see these. They, they said y'all won three. Uh, three. No, I don't think they got three losses. No, they ain't got three losses. The only loss are the Saints and the Bears. And, um, who was the first? Oh, Saints. The Saints. Yeah, Saints and the Bears. Yeah, that's it. And very weird fact. I know the season is still going on, but who the hell would have thought the Bears would have the number one seed? At this point in the season, in a bye, that's crazy. Yeah, Panthers is three and four. Hold on, we ain't talking about. I'm saying the Buccaneers. You said you said I was following the comment that you made. You said what's what's Bridgewater record? No, oh no, I ain't say that. No. I said Bridgewater would have went to the Bucks. He had the same record. I didn't hear him say what's Bridgewater record. Yeah, I know they ain't, they ain't below five hundred. Yeah, I, I know they. Third, they third, yeah, they third in the division. But he got three wins, and they they could have won yesterday, but they got, they got a whole bunch of issues that that the Buccaneers don't have. All right. Yeah. Hold and on. Fair, I said, uh, I think that we are learning this, and that just because you have a bunch of weapons doesn't mean that any decent quarterback can come in and look good. Brady's a big part of why they are winning, and he is doing this with no preseason, almost no training camp. Yeah. Any decent quarterback but can't feel- come in, per se. You got to have some type of pedigree, some type of feel for the game. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't, I don't agree with the whole training camp and preseason thing because – the man, 43 years old. He wasn't playing preseason anyway. Right. And then it's still a West Coast type of offense that he's been in his whole life or learned his whole life. Like, I, f- I feel like he's changing the system to taking to the more, system. yeah, to more media in his system, yeah. In short passes, yeah. Um, it's, if you look at the way they're playing this year compared to last, the biggest difference between him and Jameis is it's not as many deep throws. Right, Jameis was just airing that bitch out. <laughs> 30 for 30. Right. Here's the reason why Brashad Perryman stepped in so well for them. Right. When, when they all got hurt. Well, when he went to Tampa, he was just like clicking. It was all deep shots. And speed. Yeah, it was going bombs. <laughs> but does Tom Brady make it look... 
Does Tom Brady make it look too easy? Because I've been hearing for the last 15 years that anybody could do what Tom was doing. Just put anybody there. <laughs> and it was nah, in Boston, and the same thing is happening in Florida. It's like, just put anybody that's there. Disrespectful. And do it. <laughs> that's disrespectful to Tom Brady's talent, I think. But it, it seems to keep following him, though. That what they said, like he won with Castle. Belichick won with Castle. Belichick won with Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby, uh, what's the other dude? Garoppolo. He done run with him. And now you're saying the same thing. Well, put anybody in Florida as as a good quarterback. It's like maybe you just make it look too easy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying like. I don't want to come off as like he's the average, he's a system guy. Because I agree, like his leadership means a lot. Like a team could have, the way they lost to the Bears, the team could have folded the next week. They got, they lost to the Bears in an embarrassing fashion. Especially him with the fourth, like is it fourth down? And then they turn around and he throw 10 touchdowns and no picks right. in the next two weeks. Like that's, that's huge. That's Brady, that's the, the Brady factor. Not everybody can do that. Not at all, but I'm just saying, like the the philosophy of that system, it's he he enhances he enhances the system. Yeah, like everybody, I think everybody needs to recognize that Tampa Bay wasn't a bad team; they were just missing just leadership, quarterback, They're missing yeah, the leader. I don't, I don't think they were a bad team either, especially yeah. that defense. All right, Glenn Scott said Brady threw for four thousand yards with the same team. Cam, a former uh, MVP, can't throw two hundred yards in. Dawn looked like in Dak's offense, <laughs> embarrassment of riches. Just any quarterback won't make that team go. Andy Dalton is getting Dak Prescott paid. <laughs> Just keep playing, Andy. Dak about that for. Serious contract that, when he comes back. And that, that uh, replacement secondary line. Don't Everybody that's supposed to be main, uh, getting real, really getting paid on the office line is hurt or coming back this week. Mm. Well, that's um, the whole camp thing. The whole camp thing is funny to me. Because. Everybody want to point to Cam and how fair. he can't do this, he can't do that. Brady would have this, Brady would have did that, but Brady did do this with them guys. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget the Patriots are playing without nine starters from last year. Most of them were defensive, but you hurt. All right, most were defense, but still. Brady had to deal with the uh, with he had uh, some people thought was one of the best defenses last year to flip fields and all of that in his favor. They thought they, they were. Got that. They thought they were until they came they came here and ran to the MVP. Yeah. So, <laughs> they know, thought it was like that. You, you know, you know, but <laughs> but I, I always laugh at it because I'm like I always thought people put Belichick too high up and put Brady too low. I think, and then now this year, it's like all the hate for Cam. It's like, oh, wait a minute, 
Cam ain't give up 200 yards rushing yesterday. <laughs> Cam wasn't the reason that they only had the ball, what, eight minutes in the first half? Damn. I, yo, I looked at it. I looked at it like, yo, why did he lose it? I looked at the, at the stat sheet. Cam was three out of six with a pick. I'm like, damn, Cam, what are you doing? I look at the time of possession. Like, wait a minute. It's three minutes left in the, in the first half? You had the ball for six minutes? <laughs> All half? Belichick, you got some explaining to do. I'm sorry. They got run on by the fifth string running back. Who who was who was Jeff Wilson? The fifth string running back. <laughs> where he come from? Mm-hmm. Practice. No matter where he come from, the way that <laughs> way that offensive line was blocking. It's a lot. Yeah. Of run. It looked terrible. Mustard was out. McKinney got hurt. A couple other people was already out. Like they looked terrible. <laughs> That's their fifth running back they won. And they gave 200 yards. Like, I'm not putting it all on Cam. I just... That, that defense I think terrible. Brady and Belichick was 50-50 partners in it. When you lose 50% of it, I mean, your, your partnership kind of ain't going to work. But Brady is winning the divorce because of where he went. He, actually, he was actually able to choose his team. Yeah, he chose wisely. Just like... <laughs> Great man, like he chose his team. Oh, that nigga's got this on pass rush. I got, yeah. <laughs> I got this pass rush. I got these corners. I got these weapons. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm there. It's the same thing Brady did. They ain't stupid. Only thing is about in Tampa Bay, somebody got got to uh, lose out. Somebody's numbers are affected with all these weapons, especially now that you had the AB. So all this Scotty Miller talk is gone out the window when AB gets on the field. <laughs> That's number one. Chris Godwin's numbers were down because of injury, but he getting the targets. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans getting the targets, but he not getting the yards. Oh, his touchdowns are coming. It's like in the red zone. They red right. Cameron Bray, it's no targets for you, baby. They all going to grunt. So somebody, somebody hurt him. Oh, the roller said the Patriots offense is trash because the offense requires good tight end to slot receiver play. Edelman is trash. And they never replaced Amendola. They drafted Harry and the two tight ends that they drafted aren't performing. I mean, it's trash, I believe. You have no speed. But I don't have speed. But this is my thing, though. By him saying that this is the Patriots' offense, that's a shot at. Josh McDaniels. How how come Josh McDaniels was able in a and when he got a head coaching job, how come was he was able to adapt to t- Tim Tebow and to figure out a way to win with that? But now he can't figure out a way to do that with Ken and what he has because he has receivers that. that could run, jump. Catch, separate, etc. Come on now, <laughs> Demarius Thomas couldn't separate from nobody. <laughs> vertically, he could. The kill Harry can, can separate vertically. No sir, you don't see no vertical throws. This no, way. <laughs> you can't do it. No. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. I just find it funny, like all these, like it's now watch. 
We saying all this about how bad the Patriots are. Now watch the offseason come around. Oh yeah, this team is interested in Josh McDaniels. He's going to interview here. Why? Why do we keep recycling trash? Because it's Josh McDaniels. He do you have however many Super Bowls he have on his roster. I mean on his on his resume. But look at the resume. That's not his resume. Right. It's, it's his resume, it's his rings. We gave him back. Nah. He gave it back because right. Tom Brady won him. Like that's his all right, rings. So, all right, so so his resume is taking a hit this year because you can't adjust to what you have and make it work. Just like Mike Nolan keep getting defensive coordinator positions. This nigga ain't been a good defensive coordinator in forever. Nah, Mike McCarthy pulled him off the couch when he was at. <laughs> Both of them was on the couch. Neither one of them niggas needed a job. Right. Obviously. <laughs> Both of them on the couch for years. Hey, Mike, I'm looking out for you. Let's, let's, rob, let's rob Dallas real quick. Shit, both Mike's robbing Dallas at this point. Let's rob Dallas real quick. <laughs> it's crazy, man. All right, I'm trying to... Let me see. Let me see. What was it? Oh, so in the group... Uh, man, shout out to everybody that's been in the group, man. I so, my man TD, <laughs> TD posts, you know, he come out of the woodworks every now and then, not, especially this week. I was saying, we get team 6 and 0, nigga, you better not be hot. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, he come out every now and then. TD said, there's no gap between Pittsburgh and Kansas City. It might be a big gap with KC and your favorite team. But not Pittsburgh. Hmm. Wow. It's a loaded first statement. Wow. Now, we're going to address that later. Remy, my man Remy, loves to go back and forth with TD. This is, in fact, it's been that way since the beginning of time. But in his going back and forth, he said the Ravens were not a contender last year and they're not a contender this year because they run a gimmick offense. I'm going to quote them right. They run a gimmick offense and they can't throw the ball when they're down. And the quarter and the coach can't make adjustments. And piss poor coaching can't throw the ball from behind and run a gimmick system. The Ravens are the NFL's Houston Rockets. Hmm. Wow. You trying to cost me some money on this segment, I see here I get make sure I got my singles together. <laughs> I'll let you answer the part of if they're the Houston Rockets or not. I don't watch Houston or care about Houston enough to really comment on that. I think Houston's issue is they're too James Harden dependent. So are we saying we're too Lamar dependent? Maybe. 
Roller says, that coach Taylor with John, all I see is a black screen. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a dark room, but Taylor here, he mad as a bitch. <laughs> so, I'll answer it like I, this. I, I agree to a certain extent. I mean, I can agree and I can disagree with it. But I agree for the simple fact of if you look further on there, on that same post, he mentioned how we don't have, we really, pretty much to, to sum it up, we don't have a plan B. We go in the game and we want to do this. And that's it. And if this ain't working, that's it. We don't change. We don't try to figure out why this ain't working. We just completely scrap the whole game plan and transition to something. That just doesn't seem to make sense. And it's happened against Kansas City. It's happened against Tennessee. It's happened um, a few times where we just could not get out of our own way as far as coaching. Okay. So if you don't have... If they shut down this, we could still be effective doing this. I can't see how you could be a a contender. Meaning, if you shut down Pat Mahomes like how Denver did yesterday, they still figured out a way to win. (laughs) No, they didn't figure out a way to get to win. Denver literally turned the ball over. Like, literally gave it to him. That's a way to win. If Pat Mahomes ain't winning... No, Melvin Gordon literally threw it away from the quarterback. KJ Hamlin literally said, here, catch. I don't want it, catch. Like, that that happened. They literally gave the other team the ball. So, that's wild. I disagree about uh, not being a contender last year. I mean, you number one in the AFC for a reason. You, You had a chance to have playoff throughout the house. Of course, you fell short because of other reasons. Um, but uh, this year, I'm always going to stay consistent. What, why? Why? I'm going. I'm going off a of, uh, Al statement. You having a plan A, and that's it. If you feel that way about your team, how did you not go into a situation with different venues, a way to score, or find a way to get people in the open uh, uh, as fast as your team is? I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in. in, in I'm going to agree with Tay was I can't believe, I'm not going to sit here and believe that you sitting here and don't have a plethora of things in that playbook to use. Now, you can say it's a gimmick and everything, but that gimmick had people looking like little boys all season long last year. Mm. It's blocked well where well, we do the all-22 film. If it's blocked well, we still see eight to ten-yard games, and it hasn't been blocked well because of one true reason, that's Marshall Yonder. So, do I believe they're still finding things? Yeah. Do I believe in that coaching staff to develop a game as a whole? No. That's just me and my opinion. I've been consistent with that opinion for a while, and it's been shown. So, I'm just going to go like that. Do I believe they're top-tier contenders right now? No, but I believe they're still a good team that still can find a way to beat you and getting better. Okay. Um, before I go, what, 
you say you're going to be the top contenders now. So, what's top tier contenders? Obviously, the champs are, are they the defending champs. They look good, right? Right. Are they top tier this year? Are they the number one this year? Clear cut, undisputed. Um. Yeah. All right, who else? Um, I think they're number one by themselves. Like that's top tier. That's it, Chiefs. That's your top tier. So okay, so Chiefs look like they can win a Super Bowl. In your mind, and yeah. everybody else are below the Chiefs. Everybody else is below the Chiefs. Yes. Everybody else has issues that say they're going to lose, and the Chiefs don't. No, I mean I believe that on any given Sunday, anybody can be beat. Now, if you're asking me what is the best team, the Chiefs is the best team that's in the NFL. Just like if you were to ask me last postseason. Well, no, 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 no. We're just talking about contenders. That's what I'm saying. As far as... We're contending for titles. I believe the, the Chiefs title? are the favorites to win the title. That's fine. So who's the contenders? I believe it's the Chiefs. Then the next level, I think you got Pittsburgh there. I think you um, have Tampa Bay there. I think I think Baltimore could be there. But we have to show it. What has... Okay, all right. I think Tennessee could be there, but they have to continue to show it. All right, so this is my thing. The teams you mentioned, what have they shown this year to say they're there and the Ravens aren't? I did. I put them all on the same level. I put those four teams on the same level. I think it was four four or five teams that I mentioned. It's on the same that next tier. They can be. Alright. Alright, cool. Cool. Alright, so a Remy statement, I disagree with every last part of. Even the whole Rockets thing. And y'all basically made the argument for me. He he made the argument in, in his in his statement. He said the uh who was it? Oh, we can't win from behind. We have a gimmick offense and piss poor coaching. And I've wrote all three statements. Right. You two gentlemen said we don't have a coach that can adjust if something ain't working. When did Tennessee stop the run? Last year. They didn't. When did Kansas City stop the run this year? They didn't. They out. They tried to do what y'all say and switch the game plan too early. And that loss... The gimmick offense was working. Pound and run, pound and run, pound and run. Set it up, run set up the pass. How how is an RPO a gimmick? Because it creates mismatches in the run game, but the West Coast offense isn't a gimmick. Like you you see what I'm saying? Like the same offense offenses are designed to create mismatches, to create openings, to create one on ones, you know. That's the point of the offense. RPO is just another offense. The Ravens' offense was working consistently. They stopped running the ball. You get down fourteen to six. Let's stop running. No, you ain't got to scrap your game plan. There, keep running. You get six, seven yards. But then by them doing like, y'all just said they don't adjust. They switch to Plan B. No, Plan A never stopped working. But that even goes this, to coaching. Wait, wait, wait. Right. But even this year, plan A is still working. The issue is we don't 
it's not working to the point where we're getting uh, consistently eight yards, pop, 17-yard runs, big plays down the field, whatever, whatever. Because last year was historic. Last year had never been done. Ever in a run game. No one has ever, no team ever ran for over 3,000 yards in the season. That's insane. That probably won't happen again. Teams will adjust. We know that. And that happened. But still, even with teams adjusting and just looking at our schedule, who we play, our schedule looks soft. Pittsburgh's schedule looks soft this so far. Everyone's schedule looks soft. Every contender you name, probably besides Tennessee, has somewhat of a soft schedule to start out. What did the Ravens do that Pittsburgh did with the same similar soft schedule? They blew teams out. Put up over 30 points a game. Averaging five over five yards a clip in the run game, and then blowing teams out. The team, the last game, we allowed the team to come back with a, an ungodly amount of turn of uh, uh, penalties. But within that same game, we destroyed the team supposed to destroy. But Pittsburgh, they they struggle with uh, Houston. They, they teetered around with the Giants. The Broncos should have beat them. But they look way better than the Ravens. Like, come on. I want to say let's way better. It. Like, let's I stop think... comparing the Ravens to last year or this and that and realize, wait a minute, we five and, we like, we legit 5-1, and one, and we spanking teams. And it's just not in the, the way we want it to be. It just doesn't look aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> so, but... And neither did the Cowboys in the nineties. Like, how neither like in the nineties we used to say, all right, if you got four yards, that was a good run. If you got three and a half yards, that was a good one. As times change and the league has become a passing league, if you get four yards four yards a run, oh that's phony. What you mean? That's still moving the chains. That's still second and short. You get what I'm saying? Like, our standards are just like through the roof, we want to see history again. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's not gonna happen again. That's fair, that's but thirty plus. That's crazy. That's not my standards. My standards is, as always, open the fucking playbook. That's gonna be always continue. Like when you look at it, like I'm just saying, like, I brought them all twenty two out so we can teach Eric, show everybody. The Ravens run a lot of three and four receiver sets. They run a lot. Cameron out, out too. They run a lot. It's just the rock formations a little suspect. You know, the, yeah, it look it look it look bad at times. But y'all, man, it ain't it ain't gonna look the same as last year. That's all I'm saying. It's not. It, it's yo. We're not, we're not even saying even, that. Even saying when somebody said Lamar, Lamar, Lamar did this, Lamar did that. Wait a minute, Lamar still got solid numbers. Like. Well, here's the thing with fans. We have on we have high expectations. If you're truly a fan of your team, you're gonna have high expectations. Yeah, People know it. that I don't like Harbaugh. People know that. That's known. If you know me, you know I don't like Harbaugh. And I still rank him the seventh greatest head coach in the league. That's high standards. Like you see what I'm saying? It's high standards that you want your team to, to follow. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. 
because you could in your mind if you if, if you don't like Harbaugh, it's always a win in spite of Harbaugh. Or or we won't get a couple losses because of Harbaugh. Right. Even saying even saying there's six coaches better than him is still a slight. Right. But again, as a fan that say, yo, I need Harbaugh gone and say he's a top seven, that's high expectations. Like, you see what I'm saying? There's no guarantee that, I'm, that we're going to get a top six coach <laughs> if I say we get rid of Harbaugh. No, I'm, I'm still willing to take that chance because of high expectations. Having high standards are, and expectations are great and it's wonderful. But when you look at the product for what it is this year, and realizing, wait a minute, we averaging over five a clip. We scoring over thirty points a game. We're five and one. The one team we lost to, we abandoned the run. We abandoned the run completely after the first drive. And oh yeah, they they're the champs, and they look like the best team in football right now. Everybody else, we dominated. What's the issue? You feel like you should be better. Like you can't, you can't unsee Kansas City. You can't unsee that game. You can't unsee that game. You can't unsee how ill prepared we look. Now, for me and and my, when I was watching that game, I was like, yes, this game right here is going to finally test our safeties put together because Pat is going to know that they're working, quote unquote safeties playing together and they're gonna test deep. So now that we they put that on tape, even um Pat Queen got benched in. They put that on tape. Now they should get better from that. Now all do we have that, that expectation that we can't get better from that? That's the question. All of that sounds great. But the same thing that I can't see unsee from uh the Kansas City game is the first drive how the Ravens march down the field playing their style of football and then stop playing their style of football. And again, that goes to coaching. That goes to coaching. You, you're absolutely correct. So, my point is, y'all can't have it both ways. They can't make adjustments. They should adjust. But plan A ain't working. Wait a minute. They not, plan A was never stopped. Plan A is stopped if you stop it. You can be your biggest. You can be your biggest competition. We can get in our way. Like I said, John Harbaugh will cost us some games. That's costing us some games because we stopped it. Point of the matter is the Ravens are in good shape. They're still a a contender. And and then to the uh, Houston Rockets whole analogy, the reason why the Rockets are who they are, they they can lose in the playoffs. They don't stop being who they are. They don't win fifty and sixty plus game, and then playoffs come around. Oh, let's play. Let's be a post up team. Let's play inside. Nah, nah. We gonna play our way from start to finish. So even then, that don't make sense because if the Ravens did play start to finish their way, like the Titans do, we'd have beat the Titans and Kansas City. Period. Rollers here. The Titans are squeaking by the Texans. Uh, they squeaked by the Texans, Vikings, and Jaguars. Only team they beat down was the Bills. They're contenders. Pittsburgh gave up over 20 points, I think, just about every team, except for 
last week, yesterday. No, they gave no, they gave up twenty yesterday. Yeah, you're talking yesterday. about. That's crazy. Now, to answer to all the TDs, whatever he was saying, Pittsburgh is not a real contender because, like Roland said, they tighten the struggle with different teams. But the, but Steelers, as you've seen, the Giants with no defensive line and other teams with no defensive line, people are rushing them with no no matter what they hardly blitzing them with, with a four man rush and they're getting there. Ben is still throwing picks. He's allowing teams to come back, or he can't get into some games, and the other teams are losing the games. Look how many games we've seen the Giants lose this year. Like, for you to be, I'm, like, I know he's trolling and all that, but I'm not paying attention to that because I know if if, if the Titans meet them again, the Titans are going to run through them with Derrick Henry, and they're going to stick to a game plan. I know if Kansas City see them, that secondary is going to be a oh, shit. And we're going to go back to Mike Tomlin, are you a defensive guy? That's your secondary. What's happening conversation over and over again for the past few years. So I'm not, I'm not having that conversation with TD about just Steelers. I know he, he's high right now because the Steelers is happy, you know, all that bullshit. But I'm sticking with my team. I'm saying, okay, if our plan A is running the fucking book football, and let's do that, I'm saying we should have 10 variations out of plan A. That's my whole uh, spread that bitch out or forward or they look at the defense, run that route. Go back to your base set, run it this way. Do misdirection run. I'm saying open the bitch up, not just come in motion, roll out with a play fake, and let's see what happens. I'm saying open the bitch up in different variations. If, if we all play Madden right now, and I ask her, get me down the fucking field with Lamar Jackson, you know how many points he's going to have? He's going to have at least 30 by the end of the first quarter. Different variations of Plan A. That's what I'm saying. That's that's right. my thought. So we'll point out, we'll point out the different runs Thursday. All right. We'll look at the Ravens film this year. We can pick the game, pick a game, and we'll point out the different runs that they that they had. We'll write down the different formations that they had. We'll do that. Formations. We'll do that. The different looks that they get. Ah. I said we'll do that. Well, Pittsburgh though. Pittsburgh. Um. Everyone said they have a great front seven. That's not entirely true. They have a great four. A decent, like Vince Williams. No, they got a great four. Four. <laughs> they got a good four. With Devin Bush out. Yeah, they got a great four guys. The Samoan emerging. Haywood still moving people. You got Haywood to it. Watt, Bud. They have a great four. That's it. Secondary still give up a lot. The linebackers, like they're supposed to play in the in the in the in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. If they if the defense the defense isn't schemed to take away the middle of the field throws, Pittsburgh gonna get eight up. Last year, that's what they schemed against the Ravens for. They allowed the Ravens to like 
to take all outside throws. But Lamar wouldn't take it. They packed the middle of the field. That's why he looked bad at, you know, statistically that was like his one of his worst games last year in spite of a win. But there's spots within that game where he is lighting them up in a full receiver set, in a three receiver set, and they wouldn't, and they would still have like that, you know, their two spies, but they wouldn't blitz him with more than four. Hmm. Because they were so focused on let's pack the middle of the field and force him to throw outside. This year he's been throwing the ball outside. The issue has been he's not taking the easy reads, the quick dump balls, and allowing them to run. It's a lot of deep routes, and a lot of if it's not a lot of deep routes, it's a lot of the same hitches or little drags that ain't really uh, working. But Sunday get here, we'll, we'll see. We'll look at it on Thursday as well. We'll get some uh, some film. But I just thought that whole notion of saying they're not contenders, like, 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 what do you mean? How can you say they're not contenders in, in the same breath, say any given Sunday, everybody can be beat? That don't make sense to me. That's capping. Real. Just don't know what that means. Huh? Just don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson last night. Did y'all enjoy that show? I, I, I found out. Well, let me put it like this. Let me put it like this. The whole notion of let Russ cook. I agree. Let Russ cook. But Russ got to be the whole goddamn restaurant right now. <laughs> this nigga cook, make for D, wash the dishes, bust tables. Like, if he fuck up at all, they got a very good chance of losing. Like, their defense is just not holding water at all. Um, to answer to, to answer L, um, I don't have a problem with the Seahawks offense. I mean, because you just stay showing all year. Russell Wilson is on, like, even if, even with the three picks, if he don't force it in certain situations, he's playing lights out. I think only um, one of them was bad. Uh, one got caught in the coverage. The one overthrow with Patrick Peterson. And what's the other one? The other one was the... last one. No. No, I'm saying the coverage was the Simmons. Show blitz and go out in the coverage. Right. The, the first one that he threw the Buddha. That was that, um, terrible. Yeah. The one that he threw the Buddha Baker terrible. was terrible. Absolutely horrible to me. Oh, yeah. The Buddha Baker chase down. He floated it in the red zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, not even in the red, like, damn near goal line. Like, third to three. <laughs> he just floated right. it. Like, they ain't got and much. They ain't got much space to double. Because the running back was waiting on it and everything. Like, yo, just go get it. Before that, saying you know, they still put up thirty. I, I always hop like what they've been doing is crazy on offense, but that defense. We even made that shot to stop it. That that defense might let them down in the playoffs. 
like still their defense is giving up. How much yards they give up? Like four or five hundred. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, after a while they gonna have to step up. They're not covering their no pass rush. Defense, but Cardinals is is who right now, especially without Chandler Jones. I mean, Hassan Reddick has showed that you know I can still play in the NFL after you know being benched and being moved around in certain spots. But shout out to him. Still got to work on that defense. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle has no pass rush and no coverage right now. It's all rush right now. <laughs> that's a that's an issue. Period. Like, even when you, like you mentioned, they scored 30 points. But all of it is, like you said, it ain't nothing but Russell Wilson. And yesterday, it was nothing but Russell Wilson and, and, uh, and Tyler. Tyler Lockett. They can't have two catchers. And that's, typically, that's what it's been all year. Yeah, ask Tay about that. Yeah. All of this talk about how did, I think Bleach Report put up something about how did the whole league miss on DK and this and that. Let's, let's, come on, let's slow down. <laughs> let's slow down. Let's, let's take a, let's take a, uh, a look away from the highlight reel. And realized in that game, he was targeted what three or four, maybe four times. Mm-hmm. It had two catches. The highlight of the game from him was the chase down. Right. Tyler Lockett had twenty targets. Damn. Yeah. And he had Pat Pete on him, and was just embarrassing Pat Pete. Like consistently. This has been DK. Like, DK is big, fast, explosive. But the issue is him, it's still him at the top of his top of his routes and uh getting in and out of his breaks. That's still the issue. He gonna be a, he gonna be a stud, but he's he's blossoming early because of Russell Wilson. Yeah. I wouldn't take that because away. Because if, if DK was in a in a different jersey. With a lesser talented quarterback, you say, you know, why DK ain't doing this? Why DK ain't doing that? That's what we, we would be saying. You know what's funny? I just had a thought. What if you switched and kill Harry and uh and DK? <laughs> like, I wonder what that narrative would be. It wouldn't be how did people miss out on the kill Harry? Because I feel like... Kill Harry's the best sophomore because... He don't have the, that speed like DK. Yeah. Right, but I still feel like even without it, he'd still be like a, a golden, use like a golden Tate or Paul Richardson type of. Yeah, he'd be productive. He's super productive. Right. Like everybody that they put over there with him right now just seems to just pick right up. And yeah. most of, like I think said, DK's biggest game came against the Cowboys. Russell Wilson. We say that. I think DK's biggest game this season came against the Cowboys. I think that was the game that just that yeah, opened everything crazy. up. I think the Cowboys and maybe the Patriots. I think those two were the games that he just went crazy. Well, no, 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 no. Last year, the playoff game against uh, Philly, that was the game that, like, stamped them. No, I'm talking about for this year and talking about how oh. everything, how people must out on them this year. Oh, 
okay. Yeah, I think those two games were the games where everything else was just regular. Yeah. I mean, he do, he do what he's supposed to do. Run deep routes. Run nines. Might run an eight. Um, slants. But even with the slants, he not, he not, he not, he not as physical as a line as you want from somebody that big and that strong. That's true. That's crazy. And that's that's that was my knock on him coming out. I thought you could erase him a little bit too easily yeah. physically for him to be like yeah. that. He's gonna be a problem. Like as he continues to grow and and get better. Yeah. He's gonna be a, a legit problem. It's just like, all right, okay. It's like right now, it's a, right now it's a lot of rust. But I think down the line, he keep working the way he worked. Yeah. yeah. But um, did last night change your your mind on MVP? It's gonna sound um, weird. Has the last few weeks changed your mind on MVP? It's gonna sound weird. I think it changed and more or so closed the door on Pete Carroll as any type of talks for Coach of the Year. Even if it, I don't care whatever. Even if they go fifteen to one, I still don't think he's any type of Coach of the Year. I think his defense locked that door. Come on. But, but what if he go fifteen and one? What's that? I think his defense locked the door for him. <laughs> I just don't see how. I just don't see how. Because you coach two sides of the ball. That means Russell Wilson bailed your ass out 15 times. But that's the that's the new NFL in some sense. People love to have, especially the NFL teams, to have a high-power offense that's to the point where, oh, well, I got to change your whole outlook now. My defense, all I can do is just blitz and rush and, and do whatever I need to do. But that's not saying that you really have a good defense to stop somebody. Because if I can stop Russell Wilson, your defense is still some shit. Yeah. Mm. But damn, yeah. even when Kansas City had a terrible defense, like they still do, they still got Frank Clark and um, Chris Jones. That's unstoppable. They but, have absolutely nobody they, in Seattle. They're not going into the game <laughs> looking at they playing that defense. They go. They always go into that game. I need to beat uh, Patrick Mahomes and score more points than them. Instead of mm. focusing on guys. And beating that defense, knowing that you can beat that defense, mm-hmm. they ain't got no power stars on corners. And they okay, you got Matthews, linebackers. You scared of that linebackers? Okay, you scared of Chris Jones, and you trying to be worried of uh, Frank Clark. But Frank Clark ain't no goddamn. Uh, you ain't. He ain't Miles Garrett. Yeah. He can get to the pass rusher, but he ain't top five. Yeah, he ain't Miles Garrett enough or no. You're not. You're not. You, you. They always look at the teams wrong. How you try to pursue and beat. Kansas City. Watch That's like, He ain't no um he ain't no Khalil Mack or nothing. <laughs> My bad, I had to. I had to shot. I know I had no shots in nobody there. I you know what? But see me as a pro, I can say, yeah, he not no Khalil Mack. I can say that. How many sacks with Khalil Mack tonight? He played the Rams? And Whitworth back then? Probably two and a half. If I told you in five games, Khalil Mack only has three and a half sacks, would you say I'm crazy? No. Huh? No. 
Sounds about right. If I told you, in those same five games, Aaron Donald only has three and a half sacks, would you call me crazy? I was supposed to have him. You know, Watch that, he had four. Huh? Would you call me crazy? That's supposed to happen. He's a defensive tackle. You're supposed to block him with two, three people. Yeah. (laughs) I'm joking. That's not like regular numbers for a defensive tackle. That man got seven and a half sacks on the year, yo. (laughs) In five games. He's still not going to win defensive player of the year. Do you think they're going to be lazy and give it to a pass rusher this year? By the way, uh, Mac got four. He got four and a half. Not shorter than one. My bad. He said, are they going to give it to a pass rusher this year? I said, do you think they will be lazy and give it to a pass rusher this year? Lazy. I can't answer that. Ah. Because my pick for defensive player of the year is actually – Looking like defensive player of the year. Well, who's your pick? Miles Garrett. Like so, he if a pass rusher. So I can't, if, I can't. You know, that's why I can't answer. He a pass rusher. All right. If if he wins it, he better break straight hand record. That's the only way I give it to a defensive uh, end or a pass rusher. Like, what? Why? Because you don't think the shit like the same thing. Like that's like giving the um, Pat Mahomes. MVP every year because he, he he throws five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. I'm a, I'm gonna give Miles I'm gonna give Miles Garrett MVP defensive MVP because he gets 18, 19 sacks when I seen that shit last year with Shaq Barrett. When I can give it to Marlon Humphrey when he he can finish with five or six picks, three touchdowns, forced fumbles, so many tackles, sacks included, of an overall game. But I'm just going. Give somebody defensive MVP because all he do is pass rush. Okay, breaking no real records. I get what you're saying. I'm I'm just putting the question out there too. I'm not saying like he he's not going to win or he can't win or he shouldn't win. I'm right. just bringing the whole like the, I, for example, like you can't give a MVP to a running back who does a, a crazy amount of things. When if you give it to a quarterback with subpar like four, a low four, or high three. A lot of touchdowns? Well, that last statement, the only time they gave it to a quarterback who didn't throw for, who had, what you say, 3,000 yards? I'm saying like a high three. High low, three. It, didn't, it don't matter. Something average. Only time that happens is when the quarterback also rushed for over 1,000 <laughs> and lead the league in touchdowns. That's the only time that happens. I'm talking about keep it strictly vanilla, like nothing extraordinary. Like that was extraordinary. Right, 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 right. So that, I'm saying that that's the only, only time that would happen. Right. Yeah, but well, I mean, throwing for three and rushing for another damn near two is damn. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I just thought about that mid sentence. I was about to say Cam did the same exact shit, and I was hating on Cam when my quarterback did it. <laughs> It's extraordinary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm a hypocrite. That's my fault. <laughs> exactly. 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 
But no, John, it's, I get what you're saying. It sounds like you're trying to water down pass rushing. No, I'm trying to open like, the door because it's, it's, it's a given. It's a, a special given. How many how many great seasons do we see? Uh, so Aaron Donald don't deserve another one. No, he don't. He don't deserve the, the ones he got previously because it's a given. Shit. I mean, it's not from the middle of the field. That's not a given. <laughs> That's what makes Aaron Donald so special to me. Like he a D tackle, but he a D tackle. He a D tackle. You know how easy it is to dribble. So what's the difference? What's the difference between what? All right, he's labeled as a defensive tackle, but if you look at Aaron Donald, they move him around. Right. JJ Watt won the award. They move him around. Calais Campbell never won the award, and in Jacksonville, they moved him around. If your job is to get to the pass rush, then get to the pass rush. The coach's job is to put you in situations where you can exploit and rush the, and, and rush the, through the line. Whatever you line up at, you get him, you get him. It's still your job. Get the pass rush and stop the run. It's just so, so much I, easier. I to, it's so much easier to double block on Aaron Donald. But if you, I'm saying, I'm saying that the water's watered down because it don't matter who it is. Khalil Mack, Bounce, right. Aaron Donald. It's not open. It's only pass rushers. I'm saying Buda Baker could be in that conversation. Marlon Humphrey could be in that conversation. If uh, um, Darius Leonard wasn't hurt, he'd probably be in that conversation. But it's not. I'm saying the conversation is... It's pass rush. And one open. Whoever okay. in there. I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, that feels like that's how every defensive MVP award is... Well, for NBA and for NFL, that's how every award is. Is one spot that they're looking at, and you could possibly, you know, win it from corner like Stephon Gilmore, and you can possibly be a guard like Gary Payton and Michael Jordan and win Defensive Player of the Year. But most of the time, it's, it's a big. Mm, gotcha. That's why I was refreshing to see uh, Gilmore win it last year. Yeah. Although. He did the same thing Marlon Humphrey did last year. I mean, Gilmore had more picks other than that, but I don't think Humphrey gave him a touchdown last year. But okay. He gave – actually, I take that back. He did give up touchdowns. Except, yeah, Stephon Gilmore did give up touchdowns last year. All right. Cool. I just don't want y'all to, to try to water down pass rushing like y'all do triple doubles in the NBA. Like, that's insane. Really, though? We're going to go to triple doubles? Y'all can have that. No, I'm right. saying people water it. People water it down like Mike, like Max Johnson don't, don't lead history in triple doubles by a wide margin. It ain't by a wide margin no more. They came from Africa. <laughs> huh? I mean, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan. No, why? But I think they try to water it down because of, because of who was doing it. Oh, okay. All right. Let's make sure. If somebody else was doing it... If, if LeBron won, uh, did that for a whole year and won the award or broke the record, it'd be a different story. Right, right, right. It'd be gold piss. It'd be gold piss coming out of Rush, uh, Mount Rushmore type shit. I mean, I, I feel like with LeBron, it's LeBron could have done it, but I feel like it's more shots, it's more misses coming off the rim now. So you kind of got it's no real seven foot Shaq niggas down there. That's Dominating board. And also, in that same breath, 
there's more teams throwing the ball 65% of the time in today's football, so there's more opportunity to rush the passer. Yeah. Go ahead, John. Good job. Wait, wait. Good job, John. What? Wait, wait to water it down. Wait to let us know. Pass rushes, you know, that's the thing of the past. It ain't a thing of the past. It's, it's needed. You ain't going to walk without it. Right. And you, right. You're right. Absolutely correct. All right. Uh, oh, snap. We ain't, even, we ain't discussed. Oh, we discussed it Thursday a little bit. What's up? A little uh, trade. That's dope. Fun topic. Everybody loves uh, wide receivers and how the Ravens don't have any in Baltimore. Then they ain't got blown. no wide receivers. Then it's overblown, but okay. Super overblown. All I got to do is watch, watch the All-22. Hollywood Brown was turning Darius Slay around like a spinning top. Miles Boyd was doing the same thing when he got a chance. Exact same thing, but, you know, he can't do this, he can't do that. Y'all thoughts on Dez Bryant? Working out, he'll be working out this week, I think. He, he's on this coast, I know that for sure. He was in D.C. Saturday. So he'll be working out this week. And the report said if the workout goes well and the physical, he passes the physical, they're going to put him on the practice court. Mm-hmm. The reason for the quotes, the air quotes is, this been in the works. <laughs> it's yeah. our, this been in the works since August. Like, this is predetermined to do this. So, that's why I did the air quotes. I like that interview that you had showed. Because it showed that they was they was just sitting there chilling as a team that he wanted to go to. The Ravens like, could you sit on the bench for a little bit? And they was all like, yeah, no problem. Even teams even teams that want to uh, sign him, they was like, nah, I'm going to chill. I'm going to see what the Ravens waiting for. And once the time will happen, it's, it's, a happy, it's a happy relationship. Speaking of relationship, <laughs> Ben Bryant is like that bad girl in you know, all the movies. And the Ravens is like the stalkers. But we've been waiting for Dez Bryant for like for like ten fucking years. Like just sitting yeah, in his so bushes. We we just knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> and then Jerry and the damn Patriots made a trade. Right. But what was it the Broncos? Broncos. It was one was it Broncos? The Broncos. Mm. That hurt me. That hurt me. You were stalking this nigga for years, though, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think if for nothing else, he he knows the game. We can get him in to fill out a, a quick little role. All you need is two hands to be able to catch. Gotcha. What what role what void does he fill that's missing in the Ravens offense? It's hard to say at this point, but I would think trust. I feel like he would be an option that Lamar would look to at certain points if he could if you could do that quote unquote Miles Boykin rule. I feel like he don't look at Miles Boykin 
or trust him when the play is breaking down as often as he would a Dez to just throw it up and fill that red zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Mark Andrews is excited. He was like, you know, I look up to him. He follows me. I'm, I'm willing to learn everything that I can learn from him. So I think he's going to be good for the team as a whole offensively. But no matter how, he, he, how much snaps he get on the field, how much he don't, I just think he's going to be good for overall chemistry. Because everybody going to look over the corner like, Willie Sneed, like, oh, shit, nigga in the slot now? Oh, he got a reception for 15 yards? Doesn't throw up the X? It's going to bring out the competition that, you know, niggas are really going to fight for the one-on-ones that some people ain't winning. If we got Dez Bryant out there, and we throw, we still throwing up Willie Sneed, I'm going to have a huge issue. I'm having a huge fucking issue. Well, we better be running nine receivers <laughs> if this nigga's out there. Now, what week is this? Is it like? <laughs> I'm gonna give a damn if it's week nine. Like, <laughs> if Dez is out there, <laughs> if Dez is out there, does <laughs> not take what it's needed off the field? No terrible. <laughs> no terrible. No terrible. All right. That's the role he feels. He feels the Willie Sneed role. Make the tough so, catches. <laughs> all right, you know how, like, Al is unbiased when it comes to... He's unbiased, biased when it comes to Drew Brees? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to be that way when it comes to Dez Bryant. Okay. I'm trying. I'm, like, I want to I wanna come off from a genuine place because everybody will look at the... Oh well, he ain't playing this long. He was, he was trash then, and what the, you know, he had the Achilles, all that nonsense. And I've been watching, like I'm going to watch the social media, and and he looked, he looked better to me than he did in seventeen. Like right now, at thirty one, whatever, he looked better than he did two and a half years ago, whatever it was. I think. His ability to high point the football is, it was rare. Like, Moss is the greatest high point receiver ever. You throw it up, Moss will get it. Dez Bryant, he should be mentioned as guys that's going to high point the football. And he gonna snatch it. He gonna find a way to come down with it. When he when he locked in, it's he tough. He's tough after the catch. Like I think he's a guy that's gonna win the win some one on one battles. They gonna use him too much. They gonna use him for what they what he excels in. We've been asking for a red zone target, other than Mark Andrews. We'll be fools. Not to throw the ball to Des Brown in the red zone. Absolutely fools. If that don't happen. Because he's just a... I don't know. I guess at 6'2", he looks... He plays so much bigger than, than 6'2", when the ball is in the air. He's physical at the point of attack. Like, I think it's a sneaky and underrated signing. It's not going to be a situation where he's going to come in and then put up 800 yards or something, you know what I mean? Something 
stupid like that, but his 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 role is going to be felt, even if it's to, even if it's a few catches where catching runs where he he'll make the defense honest and you know what maybe we should look at him a little bit more, because he is whooping this little boy like you know what I mean like maybe he should just grow the safety that way, and that's what they need they need somebody to garner that respect. Because right now it seems it's like, all right, we're going we gonna to blitz the run. We run blitzing the run, and we having two spots on Lamar. And in the past game, whoever Monk Andrews is or Hollywood, we got we got to find ways to, to, to bracket them. Well, well, we'll we'll live with Hollywood one-on-one with big corners. We'll live with them, you know, using his, you know, because he's small receivers. Let's try to bully him around. Monk Andrews, let's focus on bracketing him. And it takes Boyle off the field at times, where it's a definitely receiver. Still a big body where he can fight for 50-50s, but you got right. Boyle in the mix and the shorter, the shorter yardage and uh, mostly blocking. Right. This is where if I have Dez Brown on the field, I know he can at least get some type of separation for actually a few 5 to 10 yards. It's going to be tough. I don't think no coordinator is going to be like, oh, they got the rate. They got Dez out there. All right, cool. Let's double Dez out the rip. Nah. Mm-mm. It's going to be coordinator right. to say, no, he can't play no more. Let's go one-on-one and see what's up. Right. And then he he can get a couple wins. And it's like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe. Like, that's still Dez, bro. Like, we going to have to respect that. Yeah, he got earnest keep, but I think he will. Yeah, he's going to have to respect that. <clears throat> John, I don't know nothing about baseball. What's going on with these World Series, man? Dodgers about to win. It's a nice World Series, man. If you're just a sports fan, it's some good watching. I watch wrestling. You come on tonight. Listen, wrestling is coming tonight. Yeah, like, I watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even talk about it if you're gonna do it. Like, no, I need to know because I, I don't know nobody on that squad. Playing, is Kershaw still playing in the league? Yeah, Kershaw, Kershaw played on okay night. He got a win. Mookie Where, Betts. Where's Mookie at? Ain't Mookie Betts in, he, he in L.A., right? Yeah. Yeah, he balling. All right. Balling. Trying to tell you. I, I know the black Thank people. you, Boston. I appreciate Betts. that. Who else black? <laughs> Who else black going to the Dodgers? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Dang. But Tampa Bay got a rookie. He black. He balling. Yo, who's on the Rays? I don't know nobody on the double Rays. The whole salary don't know anybody on the Tampa Bay Rays. They got like what one man salary? Ain't it like the highest paid, um, the highest payroll versus the lowest payroll? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Two players on the uh on on the Dodgers can make up their whole salary. Betts and uh who else? Kershaw. Oh, I had to make sure. I think that's more. Truthfully. <laughs> Betts got a pretty crazy Boston. Look, I love, I like baseball, but I don't, I, don't, I ain't with it like that. That's something that we need. Uh, Ariel, Taewon, all them on it, Javier and all that. <clears throat> I need to know. I used to be like that. Where I know folks. Like, that's just Frank I Thomas. I, I'm trying to remember if I, if I ever know anybody to play on his race. I want. 
They had somebody I like way back in the day. I forgot who it was though. Right. That's what I think. Evan Longoria? Was he he Devil Rays, right? Other than Glass now about the pitcher, that's about it. What happened? Fuck you say his name. I want to say Randy Johnson. No, that's Diamondback. The Alamo go there at one point? One of the Alamos? You talking about the Tampa Bay? That's crazy. I don't know about it. I thought they was bottom feeders with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they was bad like, like Oreos. <laughs> but it's, is it tonight uh, the deciding game? Yeah, yeah. If they don't win. <coughs> Who's up? LA. Uh, LA. Three, oh, yeah, they can close out. They gonna close out? Yeah. I know Mookie bet, so I'm betting on bets. <laughs> Yeah. I'm back they on should Magic play Johnson. that when he go crazy. They should play that like have my man Smiley when Mookie come out the bat. Hi, Mookie. Yo, come on, I, like do the right thing was memorable. Y'all got y'all know Smiley had an excellent role. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm cheering no, for Magic. Tonight, so. no World Series tonight. Oh, all right. Tampa Bay won hockey, and L.A. won basketball, so. <laughs> Wait, but if Tampa Bay win baseball, they in good shape to, for a trifecta. Because the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. That's a good and they got a contending team. Listen, I want Magic to get a ring in baseball. No, why? I want Magic to finally get his ring in baseball. Do y'all see um, the whole NFC West making the playoffs? It ain't possible, is it? Yeah, it is possible, shit. You got seven spots in there. I forgot. (laughs) Every team is above 500. Mm. No, I think the Packers are going to make it over there. The Packers or Packers slash Bears will make it over the Cardinals. You saying Packers or Bears or Packers and Bears? One's going to win the division. One's going to be the wild card. I think both of them make the make the playoffs. So that would end. I think both of them will make the wild card over. Um, right. the Cardinals. <clears throat> I still don't. Right, so division winners. Let's just say it ended today. You will have Philly, Bears, Tampa, Seattle. They need four locks. Mm-hmm. Now you need three slots. You got the five and one Packers. They will get in. The five and two Cardinals. They will get in. And then it will come down to. New Orleans at four and two. The Rams at four and two. Damn, Rams at the bottom. And the conference That's right. record. Rams beat nobody but the NFC East. And look at that conference record. The Rams will get in. Could it be four they, NFC East teams? Right. <laughs> so that that would be damn. Well, that'll be three. 
Yeah, I'll be three. Right now, um, I don't. San Fran will be out. I don't like Arizona. I don't like uh, San Fran's the simple facts that uh, they too many injuries. Why like, San Fran? You know, and somebody get hurt. They right at the borderline. They can't afford nothing else to go wrong. They can't even afford to have a nigga get COVID right now. Yeah, they anybody miss something that's for a couple of weeks. That's a couple of weeks they. Right. All right, yo, let's get these. Hold up. Yeah, let's get these picks in for next week. Dang, yo. Let's get it. Thursday night football, Atlanta, at Carolina. Carolina. My bad. I shouldn't have asked the question. I don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> oh, let me ask you this. Will Atlanta be in the same situation they was in this week trying not to win? <laughs> or not, not to put the defense back on the field? <laughs> no, I think... I don't think they're going to come down to that. Carolina just whooped them out, right? Yeah, I think Carolina's put them yeah. right now. All right. New England at Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. All right. Two sweeps. That's another one. Tennessee at Cincinnati. Tennessee. I'm not going to get someone one pick. <laughs> I'm not picking number one pick, Robert. Oh. I'm taking Cincinnati. At some point, that schedule gotta they gotta gotta show. Actually, no. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Let's go ahead, man. I'm taking Cincinnati. No. Tennessee. <sighs> Vegas at the Browns. Vegas. Mm. This is important. I'm gonna go Vegas. I'm going with the Browns. I want to, but... I hope they lose. It's an AFC game. I need them to lose. Colt said uh, Lions. Ooh. Ooh. Colt. It's interesting. I'm going to watch them bowling. Colts. Picking the Lions. If they don't make no trades... This week, I take the Lions. <laughs> Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay. Damn, yo. You let everybody go. OBJ out for the year. Yep. Still gonna pick Cleveland though. We got a lot of receivers. I don't really big the front a little bit more comfortable. To be honest, we got a lot of receivers. <laughs> So I don't need Baker felt a lot more comfortable without OBJ in the game. <laughs> right. Rashad. I've been saying Hollywood Higgins since, since we've been scouting. Higgins Big problem, ball. man. They got, they, got, they got receivers galore. I said Jarvis going to still catch his little quiet 90 to 100 catches. <laughs> right. Harrison Bryant scored. He going to get featured a lot with Hooper out. 
He's a, another athletic tight end. Mm. The next game I'm going to skip because that will be disrespectful. Mm. Um, Rams at Miami. Rams. Yeah, damn. Hold up. Right, because Miami was on a bye this week. Yeah. Yep. Yo, they disrespectful. These niggas disrespectful. How are you going to put your franchise quarterback his first day just trawled by fire? Just throw him out there. Here come Aaron Donald. You put, you put a lot of pressure on that young offensive line. I like it. I mean, you want to start. You might as well start against the best. I Look, like friends. it. So let's keep going. I like it so much I'm picking the Dolphins. That's what's up. Yeah. Charges, <laughs> charges at Denver. Charges. Charges. Going to rookie of the year. Fucking Drew. Saints at uh, Chicago. Chicago. Saints. Taking the Saints as well. Say <laughs> Fran at Seattle. I'm laughing because I feel like Al will make a post today. About I knew I was I wasn't wrong about Chicago. I feel like that's the post gonna be tonight. <laughs> At some point. What you mean? Cause, cause you just early said, can you believe they sitting at five and one? Like you don't believe it. At some point tonight, they like you know what? They ain't five and one. <laughs> but I don't think the Rams are what they that record is either though. <laughs> right, but at some point you might yeah the best is the best. I feel like that's gonna be the post. It might be some at some point, but not tonight. Yeah. Cause like I, I don't think the Rams are the Rams. It might be the Rams or the Rams. <laughs> but I, I just don't believe in either one of them, honestly. Because of the quarterback. Yeah. All right. San Fran at Seattle. Seattle. I think that's gonna get flexed at eight o'clock. Well, no, Seattle just played. San Fran. <laughs> you said that with a straight face? Hmm? You said that with a straight face? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I don't trust that defense. Russ going to cook. Russ going to fry him, but Russ going to be running for his life. <laughs> I like Seattle. Russ will get it a lot of time. What you talking about? Hmm? He get a lot of time. They just don't be getting open right away. He always dancing in the pocket. That's what I'm saying. He get a lot of time. Yeah, he do. But that's what you said, running for his life. Like, what? Meaning he's going to be scrambling around, making plays like Russell did. Like, all right, all right. Not necessarily. And I think Robert going going to dial some things up against him just because he knows that he's playing with house money as far as that defense. Gotcha. All right. Um, damn, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Dallas and Philly. 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 You know the quarterback going to be Dallas. It's not like you can't give Ezekiel Elliott with 30 touches because that, that shit ain't working. That offensive line. Ain't working. Yeah, Philly. Philly, you're playing. Unless they want to get rid of, like, lose the game. Monday night. Tap. Damn, nobody cares. All right, Raymond Steelers, we all like. <laughs> Oh, before y'all go, let me read Tay Wands. Who was it? 
Football is a game of matchups, and the exploitation, expo, uh, exploitation of those matchups. On one hand, he don't trust the coaches, Ravens coaches, to exploit matchups. On the other hand, he do think the Ravens match up well versus Pittsburgh, man for man. His guess is at some point the Ravens will need a coach to put us in position to make a play, and it won't happen. So we see Pittsburgh winning twenty-four to twenty. I'm going to go opposite reason for the same. I'm going to go the opposite way. But I, can't, I agree with everything Coach Tay said. I just think that's why we won't pull away and have a big blowout. But we'll win. I believe uh, because it's not the same offense as we used to see with the Steelers. It's a lot of the short routes and then medium routes to go with it. He's throw, he throw a couple big shots, but it's not as much as years prior. I think we have the better um, secondary to test with a lot of that route combination and a better front four. So I'm going to go Ravens 28 to 21. Y'all don't learn, man. Al, Al was a little closer. John, you don't learn, yo. You don't pick a touchdown in a rival game. This don't happen. Especially not these two. It just we don't blow them out all the time. It just it ain't gonna happen. But we're gonna score over thirty again this week. I like the Ravens thirty three. Seventeen. Anybody? Well, also had been offered, but this one gonna be a blowout. Did you listen to um Harbaugh earlier today? Yeah. Okay. Did he say any? Did he mention anything about Ingram and Brandon Williams for this week? Right. Brandon Williams was on the COVID list last time we played. Oh yeah, he didn't have it. He knew he was in contact with somebody who did have it. Okay. So he good to go. He good. He said right. that um, Mark Ingram issue wasn't really an issue, so he should be good to go. Okay. And Levine, he missed games last previous games just so he could be ready for this game with his little abdomen issue. Okay. So, no, I I just think the Ravens got a lot for them to deal with on the defensive side of the ball. And then offensively, them missing Devin Bush and what's the name? Uh, what's the boy name? Nothing we had last year. Mark Byrne. Right. Mm-hmm. They lose their athleticism in the middle of the field. That's going to hurt. And then by them, and like it's after a bye. I one person, one coach you bet on after a bye. And it's like a, a safe bet. It's Harbaugh. Him and Belichick after a bye. It's a safe bet. I like it. I ain't gonna bet it, but 
I think we won. All right. So we'll be back back in this Thursday. Looking at the all twenty two. What are you looking at? Oh, Ravens. We'll get some Ravens tape and some more stuff. Follow us. We're in the group. Hashtag sideline talk. Continue to add people to the group. Continue having those great debates. Um, keep it classy. Thank y'all for keeping it classy. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Um, Make them pull up. Yeah. <laughs> follow <laughs> Instagram at the sideline talk. Slow job. Take us out, Al. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We like you, we out. <laughs> you know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.